Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Universes Academy podcast. I'm your host, John Jennings. Uh, with me, as always, behind the scenes, we have Mr. Ryan Kraft producing everything for us. And on screen, I have my co-host, Mr. Matt Childress. Matt, how we doing? Doing good, man. How you guys doing? Doing all right? Doing good. Uh, I assume you're excited to be back, back over on this side of the country after taking that plane out to Pasadena and doing the commentary with uh, Andrew Holder of Go Beyond Gaming. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was quite the weekend. Whole whole lot of great gaming, whole lot of fun. Uh, first experience commentating, and uh, definitely something that I would I would be willing to do again. That was it was it was really cool. It was it was a cool new way to experience the game. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't know, if you weren't aware, Matt obviously went out to for the uh, Pasadena RLE, did the commentary. Um, on the topic of the RLE, I, we do have to update our uh, fantasy league. Things um, got spicy. Things well. Things got spicy for Momo. Uh, <laughs> Andrew took a uh, took home the biggest amount of points for, from that event. So uh, we had Ryan collecting four points, Andrew taking eighteen, Dave Wagner with the big goose egg on the points mm. for the weekend, uh, Chris with five, and Tim with eight. Uh, so with no the present updated, Mike too? no present Mike too. Oh man, next time Dave, maybe next time man. Hmm. Uh. After, with, with the uh, updated bonus points added, our current standings are Andrew now taking a lead with 39 points, Tim in second with 31, Dave still in third with 29, so not far behind, uh, Chris at 17, and then Ryan at 12. Uh, so that is where we are with the current standings for the Fantasy League. We do have two, maybe three events left. We have two officially scheduled. We'll, we'll consider maybe a third one. Uh, but we do have the upcoming uh, provisional on September 24th, which will count, and then the um, the October 1st provisional, the Rochester uh, event. Yeah, um, I know one thing that helped Andrew out a lot because while we were commentating and, and they made it to top cuts, he was like, "Dude, I'm about to run this table this weekend," and uh, <laughs> it was that Sato, the Sato that mm-hmm. he took in like the sixth or seventh round. He got those bonus points for Nick making top cuts with his Sato deck, you know. So, oh yeah, uh, I know that was a big one. Those extra bonus mm-hmm. points, that system you have, guys have going. And of course, Momo taking the event down. Um, he had Momo as well, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he, he had Momo. Yeah, um, yeah so he, he did really well there. Yeah, it worked out all right for him. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but speaking of, obviously, the event, uh, Momo took it down. I believe it was a Momo Momo mirror in the finals, right? Uh, Roberg versus uh, Travis. Yeah, yeah. Roberg and Tangerman. Um, and uh, it, it was... It, it, was, it was exactly what you would think it would be, you know, mm-hmm. um, lots of blocking. Uh, they, they both um, game one Broberg built into deadlock and was like, whatever, man, come at me. Mm-hmm. And just drew a million cards and put together a really long attack string. Uh, eventually got through uh, Travis's wall. And then um, game two, it was kind of like the opposite story. Uh, but Travis wouldn't build into deadlock and he st- stayed at like a, a hard 10. Um, but mm-hmm. he had more deadlock threats on the board. So then Broberg couldn't build into it because he had like three quick creations in play or something. And, um, yeah. you know, and, and even then though, like Broberg was um, slowly over the multiple turns, kind of like handcrafting and using that once per turn to kind of pull back the pieces he was going to eventually need to kind of be able to push through um, and took it down in two. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, it was a, it was a really good games. Um, you know, I know Momo's not everyone's favorite deck to watch, you know, it's not necessarily the most exciting, um, you know, it's not an aggro deck, but at the same time, um, it is really impressive to see people really refine these lists because they had two very different attack lineups. Um, like there's some commonality in them, but uh, for the most part, they had some really cool um, kind of, I guess, like variants and, and preferences that they had in, in attacks. So it was kind of cool to see how the, that played out in the matchup as well. 
Yeah. Uh, was there any attack that you saw, like either of them playing that you're like, kind of like, whoa, what was that? Because I know in the first game, Travis was really getting a lot of use out of just cycling uh, knife slice. Because uh, I think Broberg, he did go into deadlock, like you said. And then he was just kind of trying to cycle that, that knife slice to get the deadlock enhanced to make him lose too. Um, yeah. So, so knife slice was a cool addition. Uh, I think Travis actually brought it in. It was game two. Broberg mained one, and I'm pretty sure Travis's were in his board and he brought it in. Um, the coolest, uh, I would say, like random tech piece was Copy Harden. Um, mm-hmm. And Travis ran like, I think two, maybe three of that. I think it was two, though, uh, in the main, um, just mm-hmm. so we could get extra uses out of some of those face downs when we would flip them and then replay them or build them down and do other things like that. Um, so that was a pretty cool um, piece of tech. It didn't end up coming up as very relevant in the matchup. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it did help him out throughout all the Swiss rounds and getting to where he was um, later on in, in the tournament. So um, that was that was a cool attack. Um, past that, uh, Berberg's lineup was, I would say, the more what you would expect, you know, kind of from a moment lineup. Um, except for he doesn't, uh, he's apparently not a big fan of Create Capture Net. Um, okay. So, so that's normally not in his list, if I remember correctly. Um, and he runs other things instead of that. Um, I know Home Run Common, of course, being one of the things that, you know, like, Hey, I'm going to play this home run comment at the end of the six attack string and do kind of what Jira does, except for I've got a million things up and let's just make it lethal. All right, you're dead. You know? So yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's, it'll be interesting to see how set three shakes it up mm-hmm. and how Momo's kind of the, the, the big baddie on the block right now. Right. Like that's the deck. Everyone's trying to figure out, Hey, do I have a 50, 50 matchup at least with Momo? If I don't, then why am I playing this deck? Um, so it'd be interesting to see how, uh, set three when it drops here in a few weeks uh, really shakes things up and if that deck can really stay on top or even near the top so mm-hmm. yeah um there wasn't i would say there weren't a whole lot of like well i guess maybe having the because there's a Sero one and a sato both in and top cuts because there's only <laughs> a top eight on pasadena so i'd say that, yeah. that was kind of surprising at least and, and there's a minute too there's a minute too well we saw minute too at the one the provisional just before uh yeah. I mean, top four but this one was another... off of death yeah, it was lots of death instead of yeah. water, which is uh, kind of shocking. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like maybe not like a whole lot of big surprises from Pasadena. Um, or what were what were you seeing as far as like decks that were doing well throughout the day that maybe were on like the outskirts of uh, maybe getting the top cuts or maybe like around the edge? Because I know there was Brandon Smith's career oh. Geary deck that was really interesting. That- that deck is probably the deck that if you're looking for like a, a spicy deck that no one was really prepared for, right? Um, that would be the deck. And we, we featured it on stream. Um, it was a nine attack deck. Um, he runs four gut punches. He runs uh, four of, oh man, what was the other one? Hold on. Oh, capture or surprise capture net or whatever the, the May attack that reduces something to one speed when you remove it. From oh, the net gun surprise. There you go. And like uh, one dropkick slicer, I think maybe. One, the hot one dropkick slicer. Um, <laughs> and he got to live the dropkick slicer dream where he got his deck all the way down. He had put three gut punches on the bottom over the course of a Ooh. few turns. <laughs> then he, he had the uh, dropkick slicer in hand. He stacked the five on top using Kirigiri or whatever. He had put mm-hmm. two other with dissolving the conflict onto the bottom. So he plays the dropkick slicer. He draws the three gut punches, and then he has two more fives to hard check that he knows um, before mm. he has to cycle. Um, and that deck was really, it, it was a really cool deck as far as like the number of interactions and all. Um, I personally hate mill as a strategy um, in this game that I played to, to, to simulate fighting. Um, and just in general in card games, it's not my preferred strategy. 
But mm -hmm. at the same time, I don't have a problem with there being alternate win conditions. And even further, um, he actually didn't win many games through mill. He normally just ended up killing people because apparently when you play flash attacks that do what, like six or eight damage? Six um, damage. You, yeah, six damage. You just kind of kill people sometimes. They run mm -hmm. out of blocks eventually. So um, it was a cool deck. It's a really cool deck. Um, and he had to play like some really impressive defense to make it work all day. And he did. Uh, he's, he's mm -hmm. a good player. And, and that's what he did. Yeah. You know? So. That was a cool deck. It was right, I think, on the outskirts of it. I don't know where he finally placed. I want to say it was top 16. Okay. Might have been top 32, but um, he did really well throughout the day. I will say, I in the week before the, the Wednesday, so the Wednesday before the um, uh, of the, the Pasadena RLE, I actually played Brandon in the webcam weekly, uh, and he was playing Shoto 2 Water, and I was just kind of talking to him about it. I was like, oh, so it's like, what are you thinking about playing? You thinking about playing Momo? You thinking about playing this? And he was kind of like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. Just kind of seeing what there is, seeing what to play. And he, of course, of course, he wasn't going to mention the Kurogiri deck. Okay. But, oh, I see you now, Brandon. I see you. You sneaky. <laughs> yeah, well, we talked about that. And he was like, yeah, like, I built this deck back when, like, you know, I think when set two first came out. And he was like, this deck is not okay. This should not exist. <laughs> and he played it a little bit locally and his locals were like, you have to start playing this in events, man. And he was like, dude, I'm not going to do that. Cause once this is out there, we can't take it back kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and he doesn't like the deck. Like he, he, he's, he's in my school of thought of like mill shouldn't be a thing in this game, but man, <laughs> is this a really efficient deck? Um, mm -hmm. Cause he and I talked some after his game uh, that he went on stream and all. And um, it was very funny cause um, it's just a mean deck, man. Like it's just, mm -hmm. it tells your rival no over and over again. And then you just make them run out of cards. And the reason we put cards in our deck is because we want to play those cards. And his deck just says, you don't get to play those cards, man. Sorry. Would you say it's evil? Uh, it's pretty evil. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty evil. There you go. For all you people wanting, wanting your evil decks, it's right there. It's Kuro right. Gary, man. Yeah. You just, just got to learn to play defense like a champion. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but uh, did you see anything like as far as like what's what would like might change the the meta as a whole or anything that would like make think lead you to believe there's going to be any kind of big shift before set three comes out? Or you think it's just going to be kind of the status quo riding out trying to figure out how to beat the Momo life deck or just like the life deck in general? Yeah, I don't I don't think there's going to be some new, you know, gangbuster deck that we've not seen pop up at some point. You know, we're pretty well into the set two meta at this point. I don't think it's solved. Like, I still think there's iterations that you can see on decks, you know, like the Kirishima 2 deck has continued to kind of evolve to include like main board apathetics more, maybe a little bit less, you know, learning the standards now because Asui's gone. So like, I think decks are going to continue to shift and evolve around the meta and the meta being mostly Kirishima 2 and Momos. Um, and then maybe your Eraser Heads or some of these other characters that have pretty good matchups into those things. But mm -hmm. overall, I don't think there's going to be like some deck that's just going to suddenly come out here and Momo's going to be like, what do I do? How do I play against this? And start dominating events. But I could be totally wrong. You know, like the, the best way to um, counter Momo is by putting up pressure early and often. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, if you can do that and you can really starve her on resources, then eventually she'll get behind and you can get a little bit ahead and, and you can get your damage in. Um, and Tokiami is still a deck, right? Like that deck still can throw out some big damage thing is, is that he has to go all in. And if he doesn't get there, then he's pretty much out of the game after that against Momo. So um, that's yeah. more risky than Asui who she could go all in and just play all these attacks and Momo could run out blocks. And then she just plays two more attacks and then she doesn't have any blocks and then I just kill her. Like, so since, and Asui is still a very real deck. So we'll see. She just kind of lost some of that big oomph with, you know, the lashings and all. So, yeah, I think she falls a little bit more into the Tokuyami like, range of decks right where it's like you can go all in you just kind of have to pick your spot a little bit more mm -hmm. and maybe people are i won't say just not willing to put in the work to like refine that deck but it's just not as 
it's not as easy to just pick up and play. So sure. they're not really try, trying to make that deck work. Yeah. And that, again, I think the game overall is in a pretty good spot. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's only looking to get shaken up and kind of probably even better with set three because it looks like set three is going to add a lot of, or not a lot, but add some key support cards to some decks that are underrepresented and some strategies that, you know, maybe didn't quite have what they needed to really be competitive. Um, so that's mm-hmm. really exciting. So um, I'm very excited for uh, Nats when that comes along because that'll be our first set three uh, event. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, start getting on UVS Ultra now because pretty much the whole set, except for Quirk Packs as of this recording, uh is is out at this point i would say has been has been previewed so go ahead and get on uvs ultra start start theory crafting those decks when you discords and start getting stuff ready um now as far as just your experience about just going out to pasadena like what was what was that like what was what were, what were some of the highlights um hmm i mean like it was super hot which apparently they're like in some crazy heat wave right now but like it's not super humid so it's not mm, the kind of hot that we're used be to nice yeah, Couldn't I mean, it be us. It, yeah, it was still hot <laughs> enough that walking around, you're probably breaking a sweat, right? But it's not yeah. like you're covered in it um, mm-hmm. and it's suffocating from it. Um, you know, there were a lot of good places to eat. And honestly, like the, the location, uh, as bad as it sounds, is kind of trivial because it's all about the people, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it's all about the community and just hanging out and spend some time, some time with them and get to play some games. Um, you know, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, like overall, I've never been to California. Um, you know, it was, it was a cool place to visit. I didn't get to do a lot of sightseeing because, you know, the event was two days and I had to fly back, you know, I flew in like late Friday night and then I had to fly back, uh, late Sunday night to then come back and get ready. Um, so I didn't get to do a lot of sightseeing, but you know, from what I saw, Pasadena was nice. Got to see the downtown LA, you know, skyline as I drove through and came up from LAX. So uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, almost died in an Uber with Tam Bromley and Andrew. So that was cool. Oh, nice. You know, we all, we all had a come to Jesus moment and you know, we're, we're better for it. You know, like we're all closer now. So, so you know, you're, you're not worried about final destination like type scenarios anymore. Like you were, no, no, no I mean, like, about- like we were on our way back to the airport and the, the, the driver was just, uh, he was, he was very, he wanted to make sure we made it to our flight on time. Okay. Okay. Never mind the fact that most of us had multiple hours before our flights were going to leave, <laughs> but he wanted to make sure. Very nice. Um, well, that's uh, that is our little Pasadena recap for you guys. Uh, coming up next, we have a very special interview uh, with someone a little uh, up in the ranks at, at Jasco here. Um, be sure to. We have an official guys. Jasco employee coming to our podcast. Coming to our little old, to the little old Universes Academy. Oh man, this is going to be exciting. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good, guys. Uh, so stay tuned. We're coming right back with that interview. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Universes Academy podcast. Uh, as always, I'm your host John Jennings, and we have Mr. Ryan Craft producing everything behind us on screen with me. I have co-host Mr. Matt Childress, and we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Luhan Wei. Luhan, how are we doing, oh, man? Buddy. Doing well, doing well. Thanks for having me on the show. Long time fan. Very oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We're, yeah, we're a big I, fan of your work as well. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we're a big fan yeah. of, of obviously of the the game and everything the company. So yeah, um, well, fan of you guys as well. So love to be here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, so for those of people who listen to us and may not know, what connection? What is your connection to the My Hero Academia card game? <laughs> um, yeah, my connection. You know. 
Uh, I'm a big fan of the card game. Let's let's start there. I'm a player. Love love to play. But uh, I also am a representative of Jasco, the My Hero mm-hmm. Academia CCG creators, and. Um, you know, um, we, myself and my, my partner, Paul, who I think you guys are going to have at some point in the show as well. Mm-hmm. Fingers uh, crossed. Sure. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see. He's, he's, he's better than I am, so. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we um, essentially, you know, we, 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 I guess, passing, speaking of passing the torch, right? We, right. we took oh. the torch away, mm-hmm. the baton, let's say, from, mm-hmm. from Jason Ronsky, who, you know, shepherded the, community the universe's community for you know well over a decade essentially and uh, yeah we're we're really excited uh to be part of the my hero era and the and the kind of this this new era for jasco games in, in the game and um it's been it's been a blast i learned a lot about you know being uh what, what it means to be a card game <laughs> publisher and mm-hmm. uh dealing with all sorts of different things but uh you know i'm really grateful for the super community, the really, really awesome community that we've got, and uh, and, and you guys are are you know staples in it, and and I, I love watching your show whenever I have a chance. Awesome. Well, thank you. It's very it's very nice of thank you. you. Yeah, we we uh, we love the game as well, and and I think it's in really good hands, and and I think that's a great opportunity um, to kind of give you an opportunity to to get out here in front, you know, because because you and I have spoke before, and we've seen each other at events and things like that. But I know not everyone can travel, and everyone can compete. Um, so can you kind of tell us about, um, your card gaming experience and kind of like what, how you got to where you are right now? Yeah, sure. Of course. So, you know, um, I grew up in Montreal, up in Canada and, uh, I used to play, you know, growing up, my first, my first CCG experience was playing Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, we had a friend group, um, (laughs) there was, there was one guy in our friend group who decided to create a YouTube channel. Um, it's there's there's an there's an explicit word in there, so I won't say it. You guys have to put it down, but it's still up there. I think the the YouTube channel, you know, from ten years ago plus plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was our group. We played at our locals. Uh, played that, and you know, it was it was a type of thing where my parents actually, you know, I had conservative, you know, traditional Asian parents who didn't really want me to get to touch you. You're like, what is that? You know, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it's a study, right? And so uh, I remember I would basically get my bike, say, hey, I'm going for a bike ride and um, you know, going to see my friends and literally just bike. You know, I live in the suburbs, so it was like a 45 minute bike ride to the local game store. Oh, wow. Play <laughs> car games uh, and then bike back and be like, you know, before, before, before dark and be like, oh, yeah, I had a good time, you know. <laughs> I really worked up a mean sweat. <laughs> exactly. And then and then by the time, actually, you know, when, you know, all the whole Jasco thing was happening, I was telling my, my parents about it. And my mom was like, hey, you know, I have all these Yu-Gi-Oh cards from you, you know. And I was like, you do? <laughs> like, you kept those? You kept it? Yeah. So she brings back these, like, boxes of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. She opens them up. I'm like, where'd you get these? You know, like, uh, how, how'd you come? Oh, you know, you know, Lohan, uh, we had them for safekeeping. <laughs> and clearly, clearly safekeeping, right? And I think every time she would come to my room and clean up, she would just, like, literally take cards away from me. I, oh. I, I blame my friends, you know? I was like, you know, those, those, those good cards I had uh, must, have been, must have been my friend who took them. But uh, anyways, I'm sorry for you. <laughs> it's actually your mom. She's just building exactly. decks on the side. Exactly. Like, you can't have these because I need them. You know, exactly. I was gonna say what which, which, which you don't know is really your mom was also going out and playing the games, and she was just like, "Oh man, Luke, oh, I need this card for my deck," and just taking it. 
Exactly, exactly. So, so I played, I played Yu-Gi-Oh back when, you know, the height of, you know, Edison format and all of that. And, you know, Helladad was a thing, Gladiator Beast. So, you know, th th that's, that's when, and then, uh, then I actually, I actually transitioned over to like video games, um, you know, hardcore video game stuff. And then played a lot of Hearthstone. And that was the, that was the game that like, I would say I probably sunk in, you know, I had, you know, when it, when, when it first came out, I was playing like 16 hours a day, you know, just like grinding it out. Oh, wow. And um, you can still what see What deck it. were you running? What deck were you running? Were you going to oh, face Hunter? Miracle Row. Miracle Row. Okay, Miracle Row. Oh, man. You were extra hard for all those wins. That's nice. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And um, uh, it, was, it was to the point where, um, and this is my, my crowning achievement in video games, actually, is the fact that even to this day, if you go up on the Blizzard website, you know, when, they're, when they first published the rankings, Mm -hmm. uh, for like beta season two or test season one or something like that. I'm actually in there. Like I was, I ended up like top 25 for season oh, like wow. two and three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Back, back in the beginning when, you know, never, everybody was kind of bad and <laughs> you could figure your way around. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that was my, that was my experience there. And then later on, when you fast forward, you know, starting to work and everything, I actually, um, you know, so I, I started my career over on, on the business side, you know, the management consulting and then, uh, because I had this passion for games, I, I knew I had to work in the in the industry, and so I started my career on the game side at Activision Blizzard. Mm -hmm. wow, and so cool. yeah, so I actually ended up working a, a little bit with the Hearthstone team uh, on on the you know on the kind of uh, professional side now now yeah. of things. Uh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> I legitimately like so they did like an open audition. I'm sorry to interrupt. Like they did an open audition one time, like to you create a card and send it in with your application and all. And I did that like three times. They're always like, nah, man, we're good. <laughs> like I made visions one time. I was so excited. I made an Archimond one time. It was cool. Anyway, sorry. I'm not gonna there you go. but but I'm very jealous. That's an awesome career opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was. I, I did not work on the design side, to be to be clear. It was really on the business side and so you didn't tell oh. me no, someone else. Oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that can take um, you off the uh, the enemies list real quick. Yeah, please, <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> um, so no, so did did that, and then, um, uh, but you know, I've always played a lot of. And so, so actually, at Blizzard, because we, I was I was working with you know Hearthstone stuff, I actually just ended up playing a ton of just like digital CCGs. You know, like I play like South Park Phone Destroyer. <laughs> I played like you know um, Duelist, which was like mm -hmm. a, for a hot mm -hmm. second out there, and then. You know, a whole bunch of just these like you know, the Family Guy thing that that was like you know, on on mobile and anyway, so so, so did that and then uh, um, tried Runeterra for a hot second, but that was not you know. Oh, oh man, Runeterra so good. Uh, you guys like it? Uh, I I, 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 I get into it, but, the, I but John played, likes uh, it a lot. Yeah, I, I played okay. I played a lot of Runeterra mainly just because I guess to your point, it, it's like it's easy. You just pick it up on your phone, you can like crank out a bunch of matches or whatever, and yeah, yeah, there you go. And and you know what? Actually, when when Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links came out, I was just like. <laughs> yeah, you're like this is this is made for yeah. me. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Mom and can't so, take uh, these cards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um <laughs> can't take these <laughs> Oh man. So anyways, uh so when when the opportunity arose to for us to partner with Jasco was like, oh wow, you know, like mm -hmm. I had not heard about universal fighting, so I had not heard about universes, but you know, as we got into the game mechanics, I was like, wow, it's like such a deep, deep game and mm -hmm. you know it really, because you know, I'm a spike, right? Like, let's face it, you don't you don't grind 18 hours of hard stuff like, like I did. Like, not not calling yourself a spike, so you know, it's definitely a game that rewards, you know, uh, com like the complexity of thought that goes into you know the different levels of do I block the, the lines of play, you know, how I can you know 
uh, outsmart my opponent, you know, like lead mm-hmm. them to 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 play a certain way. And I thought that was, you know, because that was always the, you know, the, the the mind game aspect of you know CCGs. I would always like that's why I play Miracle Rogue because I remember you know back in the day what I would do is like I play Argent Squire turn turn one, mm-hmm. coin cold blood. All right. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, got what six attack or something at that point. Well, yeah, I think you plus. Yeah, and he's got shield, four. right? Yeah, yeah. With the bubble, and so it was just like it was a five one. Like, yeah, yeah, with the shield. Yeah, because yeah, exactly, the cold exactly. blood is he's got the combo like plus, right. plus combo three plus, or four. plus four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was just like just go all in, and and um and and I just remember like in the early days of the legend grind, right? It was like it just people weren't used to it. Everybody was playing like mid range, you know, tempo, mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff. And just like, no, dude, like, like you're going to die in a few turns if you don't deal with this. And then they would like, yeah. oh, anyways. So I, I quite enjoyed the, like the, the mental gymnastics that comes with, mm-hmm. you know, universes for sure. And it's, it's a taxing game. It can be a taxing game if you're, if you're really grinding the matches and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I've always said, I've always said for people that enjoy like the like kind of t- what you're saying, talking about like the, the interactions, like I want to have like as much interaction with my opponent on their turn as possible. Like if you like that aspect of like magic or games like that, then UVS is like that times a million, right? Like mm-hmm. there's so mm-hmm. many different things. There's so many different windows for you to respond, do things and ha- and to have those interactions. And that's why like I-, I do think it is like kind of an underrepresented game. A lot of people don't mm-hmm. know about it or they like they only kind of know to know about it. They're like, oh, it was that like that Street Fighter card game, right? Like what well, that's. But what could that possibly offer for me? But then you get people actually to sit down and play it, and they're like, oh, wow, there's so much here. There's so many different levels of play. There's the different block zones. Uh, talking about, like, like baiting out, like, trying to get your opponent, like, do you want to block this one attack? Like, do you only have, like, two cards? And, like, there's there's so much interactiveness and, like, just complexity of strategy and stuff in the game. And I think people, as as we get more people in with My Hero, I think more people are starting to see that, and it's, like, sticking around. Exactly. The And the... You know, um, I, I borrowed this somebody from uh, I forgot who, but but somebody told me this, and I, I've been repeating it to the to the team, and basically saying, you know, the IP is what brings them into the room, right? Mm-hmm. The game, the product, and the community is what keeps them there, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. People could be coming in and and playing and saying, I don't like this, not my this not my thing. They're, they're going to go and there are other card games or other things out there with bigger IPs and bigger bigger things, but I think the one thing that we do really well is again. You know the the game itself is 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 an amazing game engine, but more than that, it's the it's the people around this table and the people around you know the the universe's table, so to speak. I feel like we have such a welcoming community that um, you know encourages you to get better at the game. You know, n- while not um, not putting you down, which I I think a lot of you know a lot of other like competitive communities you have a lot of that. Look, mm-hmm. I played I played Dota and League of Legends growing up. That's, that's oh, <laughs> you know about it then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to your point, you know, like that's definitely so. As someone who's literally played like since launch, and I, I've been this, through three owners, and the games died for years at a time. Right. And, um, you know, like I, I show my age every now and then whenever we're even talking in our own Discord, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is kind of like a reprint of this card that came out like 12 years ago, and they're like, mm-hmm. what? And you know, like that literally <laughs> happened just the other day. And um, yes. <laughs> not to say I um, I completely agree that like, you know, yeah. Like what got me in was street fighter. Like I saw street fighter. Mm-hmm. I love Udon artwork. They had some of that on the character cards. Um, I'm a Ken masters fan when I play street fighter. So I saw a Ken masters promo on eBay. And I was like, I'm buying this and I'm learning this game. You know, didn't know anything <laughs> about it. Then found out Penny arcade was in it. Got that. Mm-hmm. All that to say what actually kept me around was the mechanics at first, you know? And then mm-hmm. I started traveling and then I got to know the UFS community and, and more, more, I guess accurately, 
um, my UFS family, um, you know, because mm-hmm. that's really what it feels like to your point of it's, it's a competitive environment and everybody wants to do well and everybody's going to give you their all. But at the end of the game, you're, you're not going to have any bad blood, you know, like people aren't going to still be, you know, holding a grudge or, or this, that, and another, like the majority of the community, there are some people like that, but the majority of the community is much more of the opinion, like, Hey, that was a great game, man. I love what you're doing with this deck. This is really cool. I can't wait until we play again. You know, can we get some more reps? Like, why'd you make this decision? Like they want to talk to you about it and they want to grow with you. Um, and I think that's really key um, to keeping people there, like you're saying, and, and encouraging people to come out and actually play in these events because um, you guys have put on some really awesome events this year. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Yeah. Well, the, the team, you know, works, works really hard behind the scenes and, you know, um, we have a very vocal community, obviously. And uh, <laughs> yes. everybody, yeah. everybody wants you know, more and, 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 you know, for us to fix all of the issues and, and, you know, the, the team works really, really hard, you know, um, long hours and, and weekends. And obviously we have a lot of passion, you know, for it. And, 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 and it's a lot to ask, you know, of, of the team sometimes to, um, pull through sometimes. And, and, and everybody, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, everybody on the Jasco team, like wants this game to succeed, right? Like we want this, this community to succeed and, and they do it out of, you know, so much passion and heart. It's it's really, really, uh, it's awesome to see on on our side. And um, and, and sometimes it's not as celebrated. Almost, uh, you know, obviously when when we have uh, things that don't don't go so well. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, behind the scenes, obviously the teams themselves. And, and it's great to hear that you guys have enjoyed the events. And and I think a lot of people have. So so yeah, a round of applause to the team. You know, they've they've done a fantastic job. Absolutely, yeah. Shout out to everybody on the team. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. And, and you kind of alluded to something that that I'm curious about. Um, so the game's almost been out for a year, right? Like came out last October, I believe, towards the end of October. Um, so looking back on this year, you know, like clearly the community gives you lots of feedback, you know, good, bad, or indifferent sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just curious from your perspective, if there is one thing that you kind of go back and change Oof. from this past year, um, what what would be that one thing? Um, good or bad, you know, like something that you guys did really well that you th- think you can improve upon, or maybe it's something that you're like, yeah, we didn't quite hit the mark here. We want to improve upon this or, you know, just something in general, like that, that if you could alter um, looking back on it now a year into it. Yeah. I mean, look, hindsight's 2020. I mean, there are always cards you would change, you know, like, like, like <laughs> <Fair>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at the ones we banned, you know, like yeah, right. definitely things like that, that, you know, we, we weren't, um, uh, that you can always get better at, but but you can't you can't dwell on on those things. I think if um, if there's one thing, oh man, there's so much. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You learn you learn from your mistakes, right? And mm-hmm. you know, one of the big things that really harmed us this year, um, and 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 not to say that you know, I, I think I think we're in a great spot, and you know, we're we're you know, set three's coming out, everybody's excited, and there's big announcements and and all of that coming yeah. up. But um, the it, it took a long time in between sets, right? I think that's the, mm-hmm. that was the biggest thing that uh, slowed us down. You know, we had a lot of momentum, you know, from set one and, you know, you know, all the hype that came into it. And then um, obviously with COVID and, and, and the ports and the logistics, you guys, it's, it's, it's been really, really frustrating for us because as you guys know, we, we print our cards in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, we have to put them on boats, we have to get the boats out into the port, here in LA or down in LA, but here in California. Mm-hmm. And um, then we had to get that from, from LA all the way to the warehouse in Minnesota. And that process seems okay, but you know, for the piece of car going to the LGS afterwards, it's just, it's actually quite a bit of a nightmare logistically, especially in this day and age where 
all of the supply chain globally has been catastrophe. And so if we were to have to do again, um, we would have looked into, you know, domestic manufacturing quite a bit earlier, uh, quite a bit earlier so that, you know, we could have gone set two out, you know, a little bit earlier. We would have gone set three out and maybe even set four, et cetera. So um, that's probably the thing that I think if there was one thing to pick on. That would be the thing that uh, we would we would we would make it so that, you know, it was frankly, it was it became a meme, you know, when when, <laughs> when you know, when the release dates, you know, et cetera. And yeah. um, not, not not that we didn't want to release the product, but sure. Uh, we, we I, have I, I feel yeah. confident that you guys want to release it more than anybody else, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, how you, that's how you get that money, right? Right. And exactly. you work that hard on it. You know, you want people to see it. Um, exactly. So you mentioned um, changing to domestic production sooner. So is it fair to to conclude that now there's more production done domestically for it? Like, so like remedying that, or is that just something you're actually exploring at this point versus it's before where you couldn't explore? Something we're exploring cool. for the future. Um, nothing has been, you know set in stone so don't quote sure. me on this <laughs> yeah, yeah no 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 worries i was just curious yeah. uh, of how you referenced it i was like oh wait yeah uh, maybe something's changed and you know like i know cassette three is just around the corner now i didn't know mm -hmm. if maybe some things are correlated there well i'll tell you what you know our our goal um for 2023 and i'll, I'll say publicly here is is for us to have three to four sets a year right okay I think, cool. you know as a as a as a ccg you know that 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 now wants to play let's say with the big leagues, right? Like we want, right. we want mm -hmm. universes to be uh, a well-respected CCG where we're already in the top 10. You guys saw mm -hmm. the, the ranking. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're going up boys. We're going up. I say, yeah. <laughs> Nowhere to go but up at this point, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And so look, we passed Dragon Ball, but look, let's say that's, you know, that's like just stepping over, <laughs> right. bad, but um, yeah. you know, there, there are many steps to go. And yeah. uh, for us to, to compete, you know, with, with the big, you know, the big games out there, uh, we, we have to hit the, the release cadence as well, you know, mm -hmm. um, they're, they're, I don't even know how many products magic comes out with it nowadays, but it's at least four sets plus whatever, like, you know, plus, online stuff they're doing plus commander. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's they they changed the release schedule at one point too, right? Like they did like the core set and then like, I think it was like three other sets, but then at one time it was like just four sets. So who knows? Right. Like we're, we're, not, we're nowhere near doing anything crazy like that, but yeah. you know, where you know we want we want people to I think that's another thing that the production schedule has really hampered us with is you know a lot of what we are trying to build right now with universes for the for the new players coming in right mm -hmm. the new players the new LGSs uh, the new you know even the distributors the the partners that we're having um, they they want to know that we're going to be here for the long run you know they want to know that mm -hmm. universes isn't just you know this one one time thing you know with with my hero but it's it's Hey, we have a 15 year history. You guys can look of players playing, but also, hey, we have a bright future. And as part of that is consistently del delivering on on the sets, right? And and on on the product releases so that people can expect, hey, I can invest in this product. I can invest in this community as an LGS, as a store owner. You know, I I, I can, you know, they're making their their bread, right? They're they're making mm -hmm. their living right. off of our products. And if 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 we we have a sporadic release schedule or hey this year we might not release something or we might get one or two it's not enough for people to really dive in and, and make that commitment to us and, and and so we're making a commitment back to them that count on it we're going to make you know three to four sets a year and um you know that that's the roadmap and, and we'll have more information about that but uh um, that's the roadmap for that we want to put out there into the public that people can say okay we'll hold you to that jasco yeah nice well, that that's, has me excited here yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and terrified because like, my bank account's not ready for it. But yeah, <laughs> that's a good problem to have. 
Yeah, but just like knowing that 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 commitment's there, because I played a lot mm. of like the FFG LCGs, and I was like, oh sweet, the Warhammer uh, Conquest, that was so much fun, and FFG killed it. I was like, well, that sucks. And then they're like, oh, it's are you sad we killed uh, Conquest? Don't worry, because we just acquired L5R. I was like, oh cool, I love that game too. I bought into that, and then they killed it, and I was like, oh that mm. sucks. <laughs> so. But like, so when you have new players coming in to like my hero, and they're like, you know, I, I'm interested in this game, you know, I don't, but I'm not sure like what kind of like commitment I want to put into it. Mm -hmm. it. It is it is great to say like, oh hey, like if you're just coming in because of my hero, that's cool. Don't worry about like the the commitment to the game because there's a decade over a decade of commitment to the game, right? You can just point to that and be like, this game's not going anywhere. It's uh, exactly. we're, we're, we're just we're, we're we're moving forward in a different direction than it was previously with IPs, maybe. Uh, at least in the short term, but it's it's nice to, to be able to have that commitment and be able to show to the new players that are coming yeah. in and to and to the the game stores too. Exactly, exactly, and, and that's huge. I mean, uh, the local game stores are the the bedrock of the community, you know, right? And and for them, a, a lot of them are you know they have a, a, a they've they've had a difficult time of it, you know, with COVID and uh, you know stores being shut, having to change some of the business model sometimes, um, and and they want to. Uh, they, they've also, you know, benefited right from the boom in, in car games in general. So, so some of them are, are doing quite well as well. But in general, the, um, you know, <laughs> it, it's a tough business. You know, their they're, they're local game stores closing and opening all the time, right? And um, mm -hmm. for them to be able to trust us is, is a big responsibility that we need to take on that to make sure that you know the, the product is coming in that they they're able to, you know, uh, make ends meet just as we are and we all are and uh, um, you know. One thing you said, John, on 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 the IPs. <laughs> Not gonna say anything. I was gonna you say I, I was. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured I, I like we we would have to ask this at some point, right? Like, like just, I, I'm preempting it. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 You know, okay. I'll, I'll say this. You know, uh, get get your notebooks out. I'm just kidding. You know? <laughs> the, the for um, our audio listeners, he's holding up a roadmap, and you can see these. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, look. Um, I'm not. I'm not making any big announcements here. So, so take take down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, the uh, what I'll say is that you know what we've done. You know, myself and Paul. You know, part of our background, right? Is we. You know, again, as I said here. You know, I, I used to work for Activision Blizzard, and if you if you know if you know about Activision Blizzard, they they're they they they're a big company, right? Mm -hmm. They they plan their stuff out, and and they have strategy around everything that they do. Doesn't mean that they're, they're always right. <laughs> I've been, right. right. Yeah. They've made a lot of mistakes, um, but but we learn from them. And um, you know, I think I think part of what we bring is um, we we do have a long term vision for how this game and this game meaning universes continues to develop over over the years. And so, um, um, obviously, over the course of the history of universes, there's been many IPs and many you know different ways of playing. Uh, we we are kind of currently, I'll call it a in a unique moment in the history of universes where there's been a bit of a reset button, you know, and, mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that this is a the only format that will always be be here for the future. But I think the the um, just like we're we're saying, hey, rest assured, we're going to do three or four sets a year. Rest assured, we're we have a long term plan for how what the IP strategy is going to be for Jasco games and universes specifically. And that that includes uh, more IPs than my hero, and uh, that's that's all that I will say today. <laughs> sure, sure. But hey, that, that's 
look that that should be enough for uh for discord right you know for yeah. anyone who's here because you know because you hear it all the time people asking about like what's happened to standard and all these sort of things because yeah. um you know you guys did have a lot of really big ips even before mha yeah. um but but in different genres right like in fighting games other things like that um you know people do love those things so um knowing that you guys have a vision and you have a plan hopefully that'll that'll cause some concerns i'm sure it's not gonna subside everybody you know like it's not yeah, satisfying yeah. like i didn't get a date i didn't hear when i'm getting my standard back but knowing that there's a vision beyond just mha as a format one, is more, great one, more, one more word for all of my hero fans out there right by the way is that my hero academia is not is not going anywhere right it, it, you know season six of the show is literally coming out you know in october 1st and and you know so so we're, we're fully committed to continuing the journey with with my hero academia universes as a game as a game engine as a history as a future roadmap uh mm -hmm. had multiple ips in it and, and will continue to have multiple ips in it very cool very cool that's um, awesome because i sold all my standard cards so i need i need uh, yeah exactly <laughs> I, I, don't I don't think i have any standard cards left in either uh, but on, on the on the topic of, of specifically the my hero card game mm -hmm. who's your favorite character in the game uh well so my favorite, I mean, it's got to be Deku. So I'm a Izuku Midoriya fan okay. uh, from day one. You know, it, it's it's tough, you know. Uh, he he's he is obviously the main character, but not that many people like him, you know. As in, put them at the top of the rankings, and so I'm yeah, like, yeah. well, he, you know, he he tries really hard. You know, sometimes he's misunderstood. He, he's a little bit of a bookworm, and so uh, you know, why not? Like uh, I I I have some some affinity for for our boy Deku, and so. Uh, um, you know, shout out to Tamara Karwa. We we played some games uh, at Gen Con, and and he really helped me tweak some of the some of my <laughs> Izuku Midoriya cards there. He he he's probably spent the most time in a lab out of anybody. Oh too. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. On Deku one, yeah. Especially, yeah, especially oh, yeah. for Deku one. Oh, Deku one, exactly, yeah. exactly. See, Tam and I have a have a a gentleman's agreement to throw down Deku one versus Deku two. Um, but, but he but he he was saying that since some of the changes happened, he wasn't sure how he felt about Deku one anymore. And I was like, "Hey, man, oh, okay. I'm a Deku two fan. I like I like Deku two. But to your point, I like, I, I like that character a lot as well. Like in the in the anime as well. And he's not my favorite character, but I do like him a lot. What are what are your favorite characters? Uh, I'm oh, totally man, I'm totally just uh, an All Might and Bakugo fanboy. <laughs> um, and I like, but see, I like I like all three characters, and I like them all for yeah. very distinct reasons. Like I like what you were describing as far as Deku's concerned, because he wins because he's not the strongest. He wins because mm -hmm. he's the smartest, right? He, he's mm -hmm. put in the effort, he's put in the time. So like that resonates with me because I'm not the strongest, and I'm not always even the smartest. But sometimes you win because you put in the time and you're committed to something, right? Um, but then I love how Bakugo is just enough of a jerk to be <laughs> likable, you know? Like like he 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 has this story of. You know, he starts off at the top and he does nothing but fail the rest of the way through the story. And and Midoriya starts at the bottom and he continues to rise the rest of the story. Um, mm -hmm. And then I like All Might um, being a teacher and, and the sacrifices and things like that that he makes and kind of that that I have to, you know, protect him and pass down this knowledge to the next generation kind of thing. So um, I, I like all three of those a lot. It's hard for me to pick my favorite one. But, <laughs> you know, John John's probably got a way cooler character, I'm sure. Uh, well, I just Ryan just sent me a message, and he said to to be sure to let you know that Hawks is his favorite character, and to make Hawks yeah. the best best character in the game ever. As Ryan just told me to make sure he's the best ever. <laughs> uh, Completely um, unbiased I, design. Yeah, uh, I I love Mirio a lot. As you can see, I got my Ooh. little my little Lemillion here. He's really <laughs> awesome. I, I love it. He's so he's so hilarious. Like he's 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 so funny. But also, I love Fat Gum. Fat Gum mm. is amazing. Uh, yeah. He's not in the show a whole lot, but he's he's in the uh, the Yakuza arc a lot. I love some Fat Gum. Fat Gum and, and Mirio are probably my favorites. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, 
I won't say anything about the future, but uh, I, I think you guys are going to be happy. <laughs> yes, good, good. Nice, nice. Uh, I don't have enough All Might shit. I need more. <laughs> uh, yes, of yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so as, as far as like, uh, I know you said a big thing uh, as far as just trying to keep up with community is just actually communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know you guys have been active in the Discord. Do you guys have any plans for like how to keep open lanes of communication? Is it through like going on with like stuff like us with the content creators, or is it like almost like a weekly like newsletter kind of thing? Or what what ideas or thoughts do you guys have about like how to keep things open with the community and that those lines of communication? Yeah, look, um, it's a great question. Um, it's something we actually talk about internally quite a bit. Um, you know, we it, it, it's interesting because we. We have obviously our individual selves on Discord, on at our mm-hmm. events, you know, doing doing things like this, um, you know, that you know, puts the word out there about uh, what what's happening and, and all of that. And um, but but more than that, I think we we do want to do more in terms of more structured and maybe even more um, you know scheduled kind of events where there's opportunities to ask questions, get those answered. Um, make sure that we have more community input, perhaps even on on, on things of 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 known in the game and in the company, perhaps even in the future. Mm-hmm. And so, um, th- there's been a lot of discussion around it. And, and part of this also is, you know, what we're, what we're trying to do with with the company is, um, you know, Jasco Games for a long time was you know a, a, a small you know kind of very very scrappy, very very dedicated, very very passionate group of people. And, you know, those folks kind of did everything, right? Like, like everything from marketing to production, to design, to art creation, all, mm-hmm. all the above. What we're trying to do all, you know, in, in, a, in essence for us to grow as a business um, is to kind of bring in experts, right? And, and experts in, in each relative to field. And so um, obviously on staff, we have Aspira, George Moniz, who uh, is, mm-hmm. is kind of our content marketing manager. And, you know, we have other folks who have responsibility, right, to be the person to, you know, in this case, right, talk to the community sometimes. And so, and so as a dedicated spokesperson, there, there's more that we can do with, with the people that we're, we have in place. The reality is we're, we are hiring, you know, there, you know, if you go on, I think it's, I think we have it on a Discord somewhere, you know, the job board, there's more and more, you know, you know, roles and, and, and more to do. And so anyways, long-winded way to say, we want to do a lot more, mm-hmm. um, we want to be open and transparent. I think you know this is this is this is, this is what makes this fun for us. Honestly, it's uh, being able to interact with the community, say hi, and and um, you know be able to tease you guys a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What's coming out, it out there a little bit? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but we want to do more, and and we want to. You know, we would love the the, the reputation of Jasco Games to be. Hey, these are the people who who will talk to the community day in day out, and mm-hmm. uh, are available to chat, and are you know very responsive and in, in, in hearing ideas out, suggestions out, and uh, uh, and also sometimes to have tough conversations with folks because, you know, um, you know the, the funny the, the the joke right is that. Uh, you know, we're, we're a bunch of card game players and card games are, are, are what, you know, taught us how to have manners, you know, sometimes right. and mm. taught us how to interact with people because you have to actually sit across from somebody and, and play a card game and have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, things, hap- things happen in the community and, and we have to address them and things happen on Jasco we have to address as well. And so um, part of it is, is being open and having those difficult conversations. When those, when those conversations are right, I'm not saying that's, that, that's always the case. 
Uh, but certainly when, when, when things happen and, and things go wrong, you know, we, we want to have those conversations and the ones that are about what, what's next and what's exciting, et cetera, that, that everybody can rally behind as well. Awesome. I appreciate that. And like, I was down in Orlando and like Matt said, Paul was there and he, he was like talking to people, taking pictures. He's very open. And I've heard, uh, from at Gen Con, you know, obviously you were there and, uh, just very open and welcoming to people and like taking time to talk to pretty much anybody that wanted to. So we appreciate you guys doing that. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know, again, we got a, we got a kick out of it. So <laughs> it makes it's, it, it beats, it beats working on the day job <laughs> a lot more. So uh, it's a lot, nice. it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one thing uh, you're talking about, like uh, a monthly type of thing, they used to do like a state of the game. And this is just me mm-hmm. again from previously. And I'm sure you've already been made aware of it, but um, that was kind of like for a long time, the default, like this is how you got updates. And it was like a forum post and you know, date how far back it was on the internet. Right. Like they're actively using forums to disseminate information. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then it was like, here's our watch list. And that, that way people can mm-hmm. know like, Oh, these cards seem a little too good. Maybe we should check those out or whatever. But um is there thoughts of that being like a, a potential like re- recurring idea of like, Hey, once a month we're going to do, even if it's not like a written thing, like you're saying, maybe it's like, Hey, we're going to have a live chat once a month and it's going to basically be our state of the game. Come in, ask us any question, but we have our, you know, here's our talking points that we want to make sure we cover. And then we'll open it up to any questions you might have. Is that something you guys have thought about? Yeah. Um, it's a fantastic idea. Um, I think that those types of, of forum like you know kind of streaming with, with questions etc fantastic you know it, we haven't done it in a rigorous structured way i think we've we've kind of popped in here and there into like a chat a discord channel here and there and and do it you know at a convention but it's something that you know we do need to sit down and map it out frankly you know internally to make sure that we do we do that and, and have a have a plan right mm-hmm. uh, I'll, I'll tell you this as the community has grown right um, not not everybody's in the in the same room anymore, right? Um, right. You, know, you have you have folks that are on Discord or on Facebook. You have and then you know outside of that, you have folks that you know are just going to the LGS for their information. And so, what we what when we think about it, we do we do think about the whole picture of like, okay, how do we make sure that when we have um, a communication that needs to go out, how do we make sure that it hits you know, the whole, in, you know, the whole shebang in terms of all the LGSs and all of the, you know, all the new players, all the old players, et cetera. And, um, you know, but for all, everybody that's super engaged, I do agree there is a, um, there is a need for something where we're, we're a bit more, um, you know, we can dive a little bit deeper, right? And answer, answer some sure. of those deeper questions. And, and, and it's not everybody that's going to want to know, you know, <laughs> right, the, whole, right. the whole behind the scenes of all of it. But honestly, outside of the stuff that we can't talk about, I'm, I'm, We'll, we'll talk about all the things that we can't talk about. That right, we right. Can't talk about. right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think something like that would be really cool. But to your point, um, I think it's also knowing your audience, right? Like, and, and, mm-hmm. and knowing your reach. Um, and even for that's something that we, you know, as a channel, continue to kind of mm-hmm. try to figure out as well. And, and we have a much smaller reach and audience than, uh, you know, you guys do. So I do not envy that task of trying to figure out how to effectively communicate that. So I'm glad you guys yeah. are working on that. Definitely. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, I'm trying to think. Matt, do you have any final thoughts or questions or i think I've, I've i've asked everything i wanted to ask oh well all right so right now what decks do you got sleeved up Ooh, clearly okay. you got a midoriya we know you got the midoriya right um i have a deck who want well so so here's the thing i'm i'm here in san francisco and i've i've given away a bunch of decks so okay <laughs> yeah to 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 people I've been trying to, you know, my, my friends, I, I'm, I'm, I'm roping in. So right. uh, I have a, I have a Jiro or okay. I have a Jiro. That's also a Gran Torino. Uh, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. okay. 
Uh, so it's a little spicy there. And then mm-hmm. I have a, um, I have a, well, I haven't, I haven't redone it because it was a, it was a Mina one. So it's also another, another kind of chaos deck where, um, the, I'm still playing like frog, uh, not frog lashing. Um, which one is it? No, I think I think I have some bank cards in there, so I have to. Well, so you play with bank cards? Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So I'm I'm not touching that one yet. So, so those are the have, but um, you know, in Perks the last... of the job, I get to still play the bank cards, guys. Do <laughs> who's gonna tell you no? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the in the last few so, weeks, I had a, uh, I had an, uh, all my three. Uh, gave that mm. one to one of my friends, and then uh, mm. uh, had I had um, uh, Nomu Shigaraki. <laughs> so I had, I had a bunch, but uh, so, know, hey, that's an of, expensive list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I put a lot of commons in those decks, so that was the. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, commons and uncommons are what win you games. Exactly. You know, it's like that's that's the majority of your deck. So, um, you know, the, the only other thing that I thought of that I, I would want to share, um, and I, and you kind of spoke to it earlier, uh, but it's something that uh, was passed to me early on when I started teaching is mm. that if if you're not failing, you're not trying. You know, mm. and, and I asked that question of if you're looking back in hindsight, and to your point, it's always 2020. What would you change? Well, that's because to your point, we, we learn from our failures, right? We, we, we make mistakes so we can learn from them. If we aren't learning from them, then we're not actually growing. Um, so to hear your response and to hear that you acknowledge that as well, um, to me, provided a ton of comfort because what it tells me is that you guys are continuing to not just grow in numbers, but also to grow in your approach and your perspective on the game. Um, and that's really comforting to hear, right? Because if you were just like, nope, last year was perfect and we're doing all the things that, that perfectly and nothing's going to get better, guys, just deal with it. Then, you know, <laughs> well, I think last year was really good. I, I objectively do. And I, I played this game mm-hmm. a long time. I think it was a good year. Mm-hmm. But to your point, there's always improvements and there's always things to learn from. Um, so to hear oh. someone in, in the upper leadership have that perspective makes me feel very good as a consumer. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that uh, that feedback because I think I think that's, that's actually something that uh, I'll speak for myself and Paul in this in this sentence that you know part of the reason why we're here today I think in in doing what we're doing um, you know was because we we adapted you know and and, mm-hmm. and sometimes the adaptation is hard because you have to you have to look yourself in the mirror and say what are the things I'm doing wrong what are the things that you know this this company is doing wrong what are the things are you know going going wrong beside you and being able to to take feedback be able to you know ingest that and and um. Um, and, and this is, you know, opening up a little bit. I uh, there's a there's a there's a poem by by David White. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going not, not in the card game space anymore, but uh, hey, that's okay. I was an English major. Bring it on. Uh, yeah, there, right. yeah, there you go. You're talking uh, John's language now. Yeah, David White uh, on vulnerability. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe you guys can put it up on the screen, or I don't know, do something with it. But uh, yeah. it's, Ryan, it's a, get on that. Exactly, it's a fantastic one where you know, basically, it says something about you know when when you when you open your heart to you know the basically possibility that you're wrong right and, and possibility that you did did a mistake and all of that that's living right, mm-hmm, right. If, if you don't you're missing out on living basically and that right. and you haven't really challenged yourself you haven't really gone through it um i probably am butchering the actual meaning of this poem by the way but oh. <laughs> it sounds perfect to me and you can also tie it back into card games right because you know, if you if your deck's performing badly, sometimes you gotta you gotta look at the deck and you gotta pull it up on UVS Ultra. And you gotta look like, look, what what am I doing wrong? Why do I what exactly. card am I do I keep putting in here that's going wrong? You know, you gotta have that self reflection. Why hey, do I have no high blocks? Players, right, the game, the yeah. card game players are like, oh, it was always luck. You know, there's no there's yeah. no there's no way I would have won, but you know, it was right. just just my bad checks. 
And the card yeah. player is like, okay, what are all the things I should have done better? You know, mm-hmm. this turn and this turn and this turn. And, you know, I think we all know over the long run which card game players end up, you know, kind of uh, winning more tournaments. <laughs> Let's put it right. that way. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yes. So, uh, that, you know, thank you for saying that because that, that's actually something that's really close, really close to my, my own personal heart, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of like, just, just, just being a human being, and right, <laughs> and, right, and, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like, even outside of all of this, you know, what, 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 what do you stand for, right? And um, you have to have something, I think. So, I think that's that's one for sure. Beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Agree. thank you for that. You guys thank are doing you. great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and, and cool. I, yeah, I would love to, you know, as part of this, you know, be able to sprinkle in a little bit of poetry, <laughs> right? Come <laughs> to Universe's <laughs> Academy. It's all sorts exactly. of education. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Spectrum, you got, you know? you got to cl- we got to class it up every now and then, right? We can, right. you know, it's, yeah. Bring out the poetry. You know, we'll we'll start our, our Universe's Academy poetry circle. Uh, you know, it. uh, yeah, yeah. Next time we'll be berets and not not not. here, you know, like uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Depends on how, what kind of Monday it was, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, um. I will say, if you don't, have, do you have any uh, other, other than your imparting uh, imparting your your philosophies and your your poems on us? Do you have any parting words for the community before we go? October fourteenth, uh, show up to your pre releases. I think it's October fourteenth. Uh, it is October second street date. Uh, I think hopefully I got those right. Uh, yeah. Three coming out. Uh, really exciting set. Um, you know, uh, we're we're really excited. I think you guys are as well. Uh, it's leading oh, yeah. into season three of OP, oh, season three of OP started already, but but you know, all, all the way into nationals and worlds. Uh, or sorry, HLC. Uh, we're mm-hmm. not allowed to say worlds. We have to say HLC. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. that's right. That's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Hero so, League. Yeah, yeah, the Hero League Championship, and mm-hmm. um, um, I'm I'm really excited for for the end of the year. It's going to be a really great you know cap off or for you know what what's been an, an awesome year of, of card game, awesome year of universes. Uh, and, and you know, 2023, even bigger, bigger things to come. So we're we're really excited about all of that. But um, you know, set three. Um, let us know if if you want to get involved. By the way, uh, in in the community, I think I think maybe that's a that's a shout out. That like, if you have an idea, if you have, um, you know, if you just want to, hey, like, what what can I do to help? Come onto the Discord. I'm I'm sure you know. Well, we can always use people to because this is how, and this is also something I tell I tell the team all the time is that. This is a people business. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's a car game business, a cardboard business, and brick and mortar business. It's a it's a game. It's a people business. It's it's a business where you know we get together, we hang out, we socialize, we have fun, um, and and we make friends. And um, anyways, so I, I could get on get on another poetry <laughs> rant about this, All but right. yeah, show up to your pre-release event, show up to your set three, support your local local game stores, and uh, uh, I hope you guys have fun with set three. It'll be a good one. Well, I can't personally wait for it, and and I want to thank you. Uh, for taking time out of your day to come and talk with us and and share all this with us, um, this has been awesome. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, appreciate it. Definitely. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys again for all the all the things that you do for the community and um, you know this this kind of long form format. I think I told you guys both both individually before, but the um, I I personally love to to you know put put my headphones in, do whatever, and you know listen listen to you guys speak and about the game, and I'm sure a lot of people do out there as well. And so, uh, congrats on 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 building this up, and uh, I know that this is just the beginning for you guys, and I'm oh, excited to see well, the, the growth of the channel as well. well thank you. We appreciate yeah, and then guys, you know, with that being said, if if you don't follow or like or subscribe, check us out on Facebook or on YouTube or all those other sort of things. Click the buttons below that I'm sure Ryan's going to put into it in post production. <laughs> yeah, awesome. 
yes. As always, listen to Matt. Do the algorithm things. Thank you, Luhan, for coming by. Everybody have a great week. Yeah. Thank you. Bye now. Thank you, guys. Bye.